And we go there and they say, we love it. Let's make it Paul Blart Mall Cop 3. What? And then Black you and me. Friday. And then we, sh- and then we, then we pull out 45 calibers, stick them in our mouths. Yep, and, and we suicide packed. <laughs> I, I love like, how... I it- knew this would happen. It happened exactly as I foresaw it, William. <laughs> Nobody asked for this. Welcome back, everyone, to Nobody Asked For This, just another podcast about movies. I am William. And I am Steven. And we are going to be discussing the topic on everyone's mind this time of year, Turkey Day, or at least Turkey Day movies. Yay. Yay. I love both. I love Turkey Day and Turkey Day movies. Yeah. Oddly enough, though, I don't enjoy watching Turkey Day movies on Turkey Day. No, I... It's kind of like watching Christmas movies on Christmas. It's like, okay, we're already here. We don't need to get ready for it. You know, oh. Christmas movies get keep kind of wet the whistle, get your appetite for Christmas going. And it's like, oh, we're, like, it's Christmas. Like, can we just watch football or <laughs> 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 can we not watch 24 hours of a Christmas story? <laughs> <laughs> well, and maybe that but. sets up what we're talking about here pretty good. So there's, there is not a lot of Halloween or sorry, Halloween. I'm still stuck on Halloween. <laughs> there are not a lot of Thanksgiving centric movies uh, during the little bit of research I did before we decided to talk about this. I mean, I, I found that there was a lot of movies released on Thanksgiving, obviously. And if you type in top thanksgiving movies online you mainly get thanksgiving releases yeah well it's it's yeah you release a movie it's usually like a family film or some kind of epic type thing a lot of dramas uh dramas academy award contenders perhaps yeah it's uh the wednesday before because it's a long weekend and so you want to get those two extra days of people and you also want to make those uh those troglodytes that work retail and theater jobs work on holidays for <laughs> you. Yes. That's the spirit of Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't seen like a, I mean, in the past decade or so, Black Friday has really escalated in terms of like the violence and the the fighting and the homicide. Really, yeah. Cause I guess because you didn't used to be able to pick up a TV and walk out with it. Right. It, it was too heavy, but now you can, and now they're fighting over them. And, yeah. You know, and in the Walmart there. So I'm surprised no one's like made some kind of 90 minutes farce comedy about I'm stuck in the Walmart on black Friday. And it just goes <laughs> from situation to sit like, Oh, we're over at housewares for 10 minutes. And then there's a funny skit there. And then, Oh, we're in the men's clothing for, you know, another skit or whatever. It's like, I don't know. I'm so I'm, now, as I'm saying this, I'm sure there's some guy in Hollywood writing it as we speak. Yeah. I I once worked at a KB Toys when that was still a thing. I worked at a KB oh. Toys for a 12-hour shift on Black Friday. I remember those. Yeah. I didn't yeah. get a break or a lunch. Oh, I'm so sorry. For 12 hours straight. So I should probably maybe sue that company that's not around anymore. Was it in California? Because uh, not to get off on a tangent here, I worked at uh, Blockbuster Video for a time as an assistant manager. And in California, like you didn't, we couldn't take a break because there was only one manager on the, at the store at any time and there had to be a manager. And that apparently violated California legal code or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so like uh, two years after I quit the job, I got a check in the mail. It's like, uh, we we settled a class action lawsuit. You get money from Blockbuster now. <laughs> Hooray! But it was never during Black Friday, unfortunately. Aww. So I don't know. 
Yeah, that would be like. I yeah, I my 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 working a Black Friday in any retail, so that was KB, and I mean it's it's just awful. Uh, it's it's surprising how many uh, parents steal toys by hiding it under their children in in strollers. It's really sad. Oh. It's like, oh, this is my baby. I'm gonna use this to to cover it up. Anyway, (laughs) I could go down that rabbit hole for a long time. Well, now uh, another movie you could make is like the package thieves, the people who they just troll neighborhoods looking for Amazon packages and and stuff. Porch pirates. Yeah. Porch pirates. Yeah. Those scum of the earth people. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't made a movie about like, oh, they stole the package off of some mob guys. uh, It's full of coke. Or whatever. And like, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. And it's like it's like Jason Bateman and uh, Amy Poehler have to outrun the mob. And Liam Neeson. <laughs> and Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> no, Liam Liam Neeson's the spook that they find to help get them out. Like he's the crazy guy who lives behind the Wawa. He's like the you know I'll I'll help you get away from the mob. Uh, you know. I have a particular stole, set of skills. Yeah, I stole the wrong package. Did you? Oh, that happens every year. You know? <laughs> like he's, he's the fixer. He's this backyard saint that. <laughs> Just helps everyone who accidentally takes the wrong package. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you could put it around Thanksgiving and then we would have a new Thanksgiving movie. Yeah. So that would be great. Yeah. But but speaking of, so there, there's one Thanksgiving movie that I think everyone knows of. It's an absolute awesome Thanksgiving movie. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Uh, starring, of course, our favorite, two of our favorite people in the world, Steve Martin and John Candy. Yeah. And that's, Actually, it's not one of my favorite movies in the world. It's it's fine, but I don't know. I always just thought it was like it's just one thing after another. And I get that's the point of the movie, but yeah, I don't know. It was never one of my favorites. Well, it, but it's 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 okay. It, I really I really enjoy it because I mean, a John Candy. I mean, it, John yeah. Candy just lights up any movie he's in. But I mean. I, I I like the movie for the fact that it is kind of like a you know it's it's I mean it's it's written by John Hughes you know John Hughes known for Dutch mm-hmm. Breakfast Club Weird Science Ferris Bueller's Day Off all the net or all the three big national lampoons the Christmas Vacation Euro- oh, European Vacation <laughs> Great Outdoors Don't and forget. Uncle Buck. <laughs> Don't forget Home Alone. Home Alone, <laughs> which is a Christmas movie. Um, one of my favorite Christmas movies. Oh yeah, no, we we, we have Christmas movies coming up real soon. We'll, we'll yeah. cover those right around the corner. But no, I mean it's written it written directed by John 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 Hughes. He makes fantastic films. Uh, so it's it's not a surprise to me at how famous this movie is, and at least for me, how much I enjoy it. I I really like this movie for the fact that it is a, it is a holiday get home movie. There's tons of those holiday get home movies. Usually they're uh-huh. like a birthday or Christmas or you know an anniversary. Like a, yeah. Yeah. Like a road trip movie where there's a deadline or something. Yep. Yeah. They're trying to get somewhere. There's plenty of those, but th- this one's really neat because you kind of feel the movie from Steve Martin's character, uh, Neil Page. You kind of feel the movie from his angle. You know, you you want him to get home because you realize he's he, you know, he really is trying. He's trying to get back to his mm-hmm. family, and then he ends up with uh Dell, John Candy's character, and he <laughs> who's just a you know, schlubby, inconsiderate, loud. He's mouth. a nudge. 
He's yeah. a nudge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But but you know, he's got like the heart of gold and he really really does care. He's just, you know, he's kind of facing his own depression, which you don't know until like later on in the movie. Sorry for spoilers. Uh yeah. but it, it's it's really good because most of the most of those holiday movies you follow the characters, but like the char- you follow the character. It, it, like you're constantly reminded, I'm trying to go home. I'm trying to go home. I'm trying yeah. to get home. Planes, trains, and automobiles is awesome for the fact that the movie starts with getting set up to Steve Martin's got to get home. And we know that. So when, you know, they go to get a car, you know, when they go to get on a train, you know, they get off the plane, like they're, it's very obvious he's trying to get somewhere, but the movie doesn't beat it down your throat. So, yeah. You, so you're like, oh, I, uh, are, are, is he still trying to get home? You don't have to do that. Um, it's 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 nice. It's a very solid comedy too. Uh, one, of course, John Candy, but it's very solid in the fact that it doesn't stop being funny, especially when they're driving down the road in the burnt out car. <laughs> well, it's like it's one of those things. Like things keep happening. It's yes. you know, it's like the and I'll, I'll I want to actually want to just rewind here and say that it's it, the movie is an anachronism because Steve Martin is on a business trip from Chicago to New York. He's a marketing, he's an advertising guy and he has a client who needs to decide between two pictures and he's sitting there, the movie opens up, he's sitting there in a meeting with his client and with Ferris Bueller's dad and the guy is just looking between two pictures of an ad and he doesn't come to a decision and that's the whole reason <laughs> Why Steve Martin had to fly <laughs> from Chicago to New York and back It was to get a decision from this guy <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> Now we have Zoom, you know, it's like this whole year has been about teleconferencing <laughs> <laughs> and email and even you know, like I probably couldn't even use the fax machine at that time Yeah, to sh- send a color picture. And it's just one long, yeah, you know, it's just one long chain of events that happen. You know, he's late for his flight because this guy's taking too long to make a decision. And then Kevin Bacon steals his taxi and then the plane gets diverted to Wichita and it's like, and then he has to rely on Dell. And I, don't, I never understood why he relied on Dell because Steve Martin is a rich advertising executive. He doesn't shouldn't need help from a guy. And, and Dell kind of presents himself as like he's the ultimate business traveler. He knows all the ins and outs. Yeah, and he has contacts uh, at every little road stop thing. Yeah, uh, what Amer- is- American fixtures or whatever. Uh, Shower curtain division, sales yep. manager. <laughs> um, so Steve Martin's character's credit card, uh, something happens to it. And that's why that's why he was leaning on. He only had so much cash and he can't he can't draw any because he only has his his credit card. And I forgot again, there's like there's like a reason why he can't access most of his money. So he has a certain amount of cash in his pocket. Uh, Dell has a certain amount of cash in his pocket. So they're like, well, if we pool it, we can both get home. Yeah. And if you well, because it's 1987, so you can't you don't have a smartphone. You just, you know, transfer money and, you know. Yeah. You actually have to go to a, bra- a physical branch of your bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, oh a, or a partner yeah. bank and pay the 10 extra yeah. dollars to get Sh- it yeah, pulled out. Yeah. Show this to Generation Z and just watch their mouths hit the floor. Like, what? <laughs> you have to do what? Like, I would have called an Uber by now. Yeah. <laughs> Why doesn't he just FaceTime his family? It's like he's yeah. there. Yeah, no, it's 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 fan it, it's fantastic in the way it, it like I said it doesn't stop being funny and it's really cool because it's a lot of holiday movies um, or at least holiday get home movies kind of reach that point. It's one of the reasons why I don't really like these films. Maybe that's why I love Planes, Trains, and Automobiles so much is because it's that type of movie and I like it. But most of these movies I hate because it reaches a point where you're like, okay, I get it, and you kind of get bored and you're just waiting for them to get home. 
you're it's like we get it you've gone through the personal strife you've had the challenge you've had setbacks we get it blah 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 can we just meet your goddamn family yeah and well in planes trains and automobiles it's like you know okay i'm gonna see a movie it's gonna be 90 minutes to two hours but it keeps giving you these false like I don't want to say cliffhanger, but like these false solutions. Like, okay, he's on the plane. Yeah, false hopes. Movies, you know, in real life, movie's over, right? He yeah. flies to Chicago. He's just two hours late. Uh, okay, but then he gets to Wichita. It's like, okay, fine. He gets a motel. He flies from Wichita to Chicago the next day. Movies, you know, it's like, no, it doesn't. No, the rental car <laughs> doesn't work. The, uh, the bus, of course, they get robbed. The bus breaks down, or the train, a effing train breaks down in the middle of Missouri. Well, I think <laughs> like I, it's I, like uh, <laughs> God. Why? That's the grand joke <laughs> what of the movie. Why have you forsaken me? You yeah, know? it's like basically. <laughs> that's that's I think the grand joke of the movie, or the best joke of the movie is the, the yeah the things that never ever just stop fucking breaks down and they walk through this <laughs> shitty field <laughs> with all their luggage. It's 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 pretty cool. It 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 makes me like Steve Martin about a little bit more too in this movie too cuz Steve Martin's funny but he's not my favorite comedy actor. I like him in a in a few select roles. But this is one of the ones where I'm like, "Oh yeah, Steve Martin was the guy to pick for this." Like you you couldn't yeah. get a better role to play Neil Page. Like he's Well, cuz he's he's good at that like He's kind of an asshole. Neil Page is a little bit of an asshole. Yeah, you know he he does very good with the uh, you know the, the, uh, the personality. Yeah, it's, like, it's like it's bad and like if I were Neil Page, I'd be like, you know, it's bad enough. I have to travel, uh, but I also have to deal with everything else. Like, is there is this not enough? You know, it's like he has that attitude towards him. He does it perfectly. Yeah, and Steve Martin's always been good at that. You know, that sarcastic. You know, I'll, I'll point to his uh, his famous SNL skit where he's uh, like, "Well, the first thing I want for this holiday season is for all the children of the world to join hands and sing in harmony and peace for world peace." And actually, maybe that's the second thing I want. The first thing I want is a million dollars. And then the second thing, and it's like he's but he's got that sincerity, like Eddie Haskell, right? He's got that asshole sincerity to him. He's great. Yeah. Yeah, or it's like it's like yeah, he's kind of an asshole, but like you know, if you get to know him, <laughs> he's, yeah. he's good. Or when he's yelling at the guy at the uh, it's the taxi dispatcher, he's like, "If I wanted a joke, I'd follow you into the bathroom and and watch you take a piss," or what, you know, implying that the man's penis is very small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one would laugh at that because that's you um, know you can't have family movie jokes like that nowadays. No, it would. <laughs> <laughs> No, it would be uh, Keenan Thompson falls down and makes a funny noise. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. And, and the cool thing about this movie, too, is you, I mean, uh, I, I mentioned John Hughes already, but you can throw it in like the great 80s comedies, uh, in my opinion, at least. It's, it was made in 87. It mm -hmm. falls right in the timeline of like when all the great, uh, you know, John Hughes movies were coming out. So it, it has like all the solids. And I, I think the fact that this is a Thanksgiving get home movie was a little bit better because when if if it had been written as like a christmas get home movie i don't think it would have worked as well because whenever you have the christmas movies like that's the joke the joke is that it's christmas and yeah. you know you have like jingle all the way you know that like and all these other movies home alone but you get you get it beaten through beaten across your face that it's 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 Christmas. Like it keeps hitting you in the face of the wreath. You're like, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. But for those movies that works and that's kind of fun. But this and one, we really needed to focus on, on the character of Neil page. And we really needed to see the development of like him 
slowly realizing that Dell Griffith is, you know, a nice guy. And the, the push of like, okay, it's Thanksgiving. I just want to have Thanksgiving dinner with my family. It was a nice, simple push that we could understand and was motivating enough, but didn't need to be uh, constantly brought back up. And it, well, it's because it's tradition, right? We make these, it's these movies. It's always about like, well, we have to go home for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Got to be with you the know, family. If, I, if I've been invited, I have to be there or, you know, mom and dad's mom's cooking, it's mom's stuffing or whatever. It's, it's that thing. It's like, no matter where we are in the country, no matter what we're doing, it's like, okay, that Wednesday afternoon, we've got to start moving towards home for Thanksgiving. And then, and it's also, it's unique because, you know, everyone, you know, everyone in the world relates to Christmas almost, but uh, Thanksgiving, that's uniquely an American holiday, at least in November. I know the Canadians have it in, in October. And it's basically the same, same theme. It's yeah. just eat, eat dinner with your family. But uh, it's that, you know, it's like any other week of the year, Steve Martin would just be like, okay, I'll be hours late, you know, or I'll just, I'll see what's up in Wichita. You know, maybe I'll take this opportunity to Hello, I'm in Wichita, you know, <laughs> see what's famous in uh, Route 66 landmark or something. And But no, it's Thanksgiving. I have to be home because the kids are expecting, there's probably, isn't there a play involved or something? School play? I think so. Uh, I, it's I, it's hard for me to remember. I, I usually watch this movie about once a year. I, I've missed the it, the it last year though. So it's a little, I, I'm not going to lie. It's faded a little bit. Um, yeah. I, I Because for me, the only thing I can remember super clearly about this movie is when the cop pulls him over and the car is burnt out. And it's like, darnest yeah. thing, the tape player still works. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's just such a great joke because John Candy delivers the line and he's so great at those like kind of just, you know, like he's yeah. almost laughing at himself kind of kind of ways of doing it. So he read the line perfectly. And I don't know, the, the entire movie for me leads up to that. So that's really the only thing I clearly remember. But I, I do remember like he gets he gets home and he's there at home and then like Dell's about to leave and then he does like the classic, no, no, come in, you know, have I get it, you know, you don't yeah. have a home to go to, come have dinner with my family. And that's the that's the other tradition is that, you know, no one should be alone on Thanksgiving, right? You know, and that's uh, you know, it's my family has just been limited to my mother and I for for the past fourteen years or so. And uh we've had people, you know co-workers and people who are stranded, you know, just kind of not able to get home, just kind of like, Hey, spend it with somebody. And that's the end of, uh, planes, trains, and automobiles is like, and it's also deeper because like Dell has been lying this whole time. You know, he's, he's just aimlessly traveling around the country basically. Yeah. He, just he waiting he, to die. <laughs> he keeps talking about how he can't wait to get home for Thanksgiving because he misses his wife and he loves his wife so much. And then you finally learn yeah. that his wife died a few years ago and he doesn't really have a house to go to because he loved his wife so much. He can't really go home. So yeah. It's and yeah. he's just sitting there in the train station at the end. It's like, you can't, can't leave him alone. You know, see Martin, it's, it's all of us. You know, it's like, I can't leave Dell by himself not on thanksgiving yeah know? and again and, any other week of the year of dell's on his own but it's yeah. thanksgiving <laughs> well <laughs> i know? and see I don't, I don't i i i do agree with that to some point but i also think there was a little bit of a hint that like once once dell came forward and admitted to neil that it's like my wife is gone i have no home it's like the reason i've clung to you so much is because you seem like a nice guy and i don't have anybody it it seemed like after that it wasn't just like a a, a mercy and like a you know like a like a uh, kind heart kind of handout you know where he's like hey you know have have dinner with my family you know don't be alone on thanksgiving it almost seemed like there was still going to be a lasting friendship yeah like him and dale were but, dell were still going to be friends after that but i still 
And I still don't get what attracts Dell, why he he gloms on to Neil. There's, I don't know, again, maybe that just wasn't, it just doesn't work for me why he, he feels Neil, because Neil is not a nice guy. And it's not that he's not inherently a nice guy. It's just when we're traveling on the holidays, we're all not nice people. Yeah, he's already irritated. Yeah, he, he he's already been through New York traffic and trying to get to the airport there. And it's like, I've, I've been on business trips where I felt like, man, I wish you met me like, in a regular situation and not after I've had TSA's finger up my ass. You know, uh, <laughs> Never did find them drugs, hour, did they? Three hour, nope, because <laughs> I'm not that dumb. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, and that's also the whole like, you have a home to go to and, and don't be alone on Thanksgiving leads. That's that's also the, the theme of Dutch, which is another John Hughes written film yes wrote but uh, didn't direct it was dire- no. directed by uh peter fairman who directed crocodile dundee so there's and there's nothing some, else and yep. nothing else <laughs> uh <laughs> he's a producer on a few things but no oh, he, he he directed dutch very well and i i do have to admit i haven't seen dutch in quite some time in fact the original the original reason i even saw dutch is it was on broadcast television and i caught it when the credits were opening and I was like, is that Al Bundy? Yeah. <laughs> and and I watched it because I like Ed O'Neill. He's great. Uh, He's amazing. Yeah. He's perfect for this role too. Yeah. Um, yeah, love- Ed O'Neill. Yeah, Al, He's at the top of his game. It's 91. He's Al Bundy. And he was also in, in uh, Wayne's World as the creepy uh, donut shop owner. Yep. You know, like why is it when the man kills another man in a fight? It's self-defense. But man kills his wife's lover. It's... Murder. <laughs> Can I get a crawler and a, and a coffee, please? <laughs> like, he's just so great at that deadpan, but he's also, he's like the perfect schlub. And that's like Al Bundy. Like who else could be Al Bundy? Nobody. Ed O'Neill is that character. Yeah. There's only one Al, with, Al Bundy. And with Dutch, it's like you, you're like the rest of the, like the rich snobs in the, at the beginning of the movie where you think, oh, this guy's, what is he, a dump truck driver? Like who is this guy? Yeah, and, uh, I, you know. I yeah, do my research. All the descriptions just kept saying blue collar, and I, I don't remember what he did. But I, yeah, he's just a he's a standard workaday, you know, guy. Well, but that's the the big reveal on this movie is that he's he's not. He owns a construction company. He is not maybe not wealthy as the asshole dad, but he's doing okay. Yeah, he's yeah. not a he's not a truck driver. He doesn't. He has a business card with his name on it, so he he is the boss, and that's that's a that's a satisfying reveal. At the end, where because the movie is about uh, don't judge, kind of don't judge a book by its cover, you know, like just because Dutch is like a, r- a rough and tumble guy with no manners, he doesn't know how to cook, and he doesn't, and he's got this crazy convoluted plan to get to know his future stepson by a road trip. Yep, I'll but he's take also, you home you know, for Thanksgiving. Yeah, but he's not a total idiot. Son. Yeah, <laughs> he's not a trailer park supervisor. No, you know? no, he, he's he's but, a skilled guy who worked his way up to where he is. Yeah, but he is still definitely Unlike, blue collar versus where the oh, yeah. you know his his girlfriend's son and his girlfriend are kind of from is that snooty yeah. up class money, you know, came from money kind of kind well, of culture. Well, and that's the thing. That's why like there's the father is so antagonistic towards the mom is cuz she's not from that world. She's a waitress. Yeah. Uh that that got pregnant and that's you know, that's why at the you know the very first scene in the movie is there's this party where she's with Dutch. It's it's obviously his side of the family's party or whatever, or the dad's side, and it's like all these rich people are looking down their nose at this lady, and it's like oh no she's not one of us. She you know our friend uh, Reed got got her knocked up because she's the waitress at the country club, 
So they're all, and that's why he wants to kick her out of the house at the end. And he's just completely cold to her. Like does cares nothing for her, even though he's the mother of his son. She's yeah. the mother of his son. Like, <laughs> yeah. And of course it's Chris McDonald. So he's always the best asshole. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. Coolest part of Dutch too, is the ring he turns around so that when he <laughs> hits people, they have a forever memory that Dutch yes. hit him because he has, it's his class ring, right? Uh, he has it. He has it flipped. He usually has it. It's flipped like around a toward pinky ring. Yeah. yeah, it's like a square. It's got a square bevel on it or whatever, but yeah. it's like a pinky ring. And, and he normally has it flipped toward his palm. But when he yeah. gets ready to hit people, he makes them watch him turn around. Yeah. And he just hits them in the freaking forehead. So they always have this big old D in the middle of their forehead. <laughs> well, and he gives the dad like fair warning. Is like, how much time are you going to give her? He's like, when did you want her to leave the house? Like by Monday. He's like, I think I heard, heard I think smack. I think I heard you say six months. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, well, that's, you know, again, that's the difference in class is, you know, Dutch is going to handle it with, uh, by taking it outside. And whereas Reed would probably handle it with a lawyer. Yeah. You know, and, which we don't get to see um, this, this but, movie later. It might've been followed up with a lawyer for all we know. I mean, this was 91. Maybe. People were getting yeah. sued left and right for all kinds of things. Um, so, <laughs> but really the, like the point of the movie is like, you got this bratty kid, right? Doyle. I mean, bummer of a name, right? Like, that's not his fault. But he's at his private school in, uh, I guess it's somewhere in Georgia. And he thinks he's going to spend Christmas with his, or Thanksgiving with his dad, but his dad says he's got to go to London because business. Yeah. And and rather, he's been so conditioned, just like the rest of his rich family, he's been so conditioned to hate his, his low-class ma that he would rather spend Thanksgiving alone in his dorm room then travel to Chicago to spend it with his mom, you know, like a home cooked meal and the maid and all that, you know? And so Dutch is like, I'm going to go get him. And this kid immediately is like the biggest snob because he looks down at any, there's even this conversation in the car where he's like, yeah, blue collar people have their purpose. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like, it's almost getting into fight club territory where it's like, yeah, you know, I need somebody to wash my clothes for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But at the, you know the point of the movie is that through, you know they both have to learn something. Dutch has to learn that his grand plan was not a great idea, and that don't and also don't trust hookers to give you a ride because they'll rip you off. Um, <laughs> but then Doyle, like even up till the end when he finally you know he spends a night in the homeless shelter, he they're sitting down to dinner and he still thinks he's at the Ritz Carlton because he's setting his place and he's he's uh, wiping off the silverware with his napkin and he's got his salad fork on one side and you know, and it's like, and Dutch leans over to him and says, would you like to see the wine list? <laughs> but then, you know, he, he has this come to Jesus moment where it's like, Oh, you know, there's normal people in this world. There's nothing good or bad. There's just, it's just normal people yep. that they're just trying to get by. Yeah. And, he, he kind of learns too. like, there's besides just normal people, like there's people like honest you know, people who are trying and yeah. then there's assholes like his dad. <laughs> right. Like he, yeah. Like yeah. you said, it's a very come to Jesus moment. He kind of like sees the light. He's like, Oh shit. Dutch is so us, bad. Yeah. And he finds out his father is lying to him because he's, his dad is still at home with some hooker or whatever that mm -hmm. he wanted to bang. And, but not in London where, you know, and it's like, okay, once he has that realization, like my own father lied to me, maybe I should put some more faith in, in my mom. Or what else has he, you know, has he been lying to me about my mom? Because you know, the kid starts out the movie hating his mother. And it's like, that's not something I can relate to. 
Uh, I don't know about you. <laughs> no, no, but, uh, uh, I, I can't really. I don't know what lies uh, dad had to tell, but he <laughs> well, thinks his mom, I mean, the kid thinks his mom's a gold digger, basically. And it's like, well, you know, you exist because of that. So even if it's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I, 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 I mean, if, if we're going to go by holiday people that we, we can, uh, what do you call it when you sync up with someone? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the term, but um, I'd be, I'd be most like Kevin McAllister where, you know, I run around just trying to, you know, find my place at the table and end up getting in trouble for nothing. Oh yeah. <laughs> they make you share a bed with the kid who wets the bed. Yeah. 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 Probably going to have to cut all that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, we're not in the same room. I, I think you need a hug. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll I'll just I'll just hug my my uh foam that I use to block sound. Hello foam. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean D- Dutch is great and we could definitely uh continue with Dutch in a moment, but I did have to did have to talk about one other Thanksgiving movie that I ran across. Um so Heather's uh Heather's best friend Rudy, um you know, may he, may he rest in peace. Unfortunately Rudy's no longer with us, but he was a lot like us in the fact that like every once in a while his friends would come over and they just find the crappiest movies they could. They would end up with a lot of asylum movies, unfortunately, but every once in a while there was kind of like a diamond in the rough that they would find. And one of the ones that I was present for was this movie called Thanks Killing instead of Thanksgiving. Mm. It's well, it, what the, happens in this movie? <laughs> well, it starts out with with a topless pilgrim lady running screaming through the bushes and then she gets killed by you just see kind of like a, a shape that kills her so sort of carry over from our conversation with dustin this movie has tits in it huh? yes good Mul- all right multiple tits all um, right basically it's more a, than two <laughs> more than two seven oddly enough i know it's a oh. i know it's an odd number even keeps count good job <laughs> Hey, well, you know, we're all good at something, <laughs> but it, it has uh so ba- basically it's, it's a super campy, you know, kill all the college kids movie, but it's a Turkey is an evil demon that was summoned because, you know, we, if I remember correctly, it was an evil demon that was su- summoned up uh, because we were messing with the land when we came over here as pilgrims. And mm. it's, it's literally just this talking Turkey that kills all these kids that are, you know, on Thanksgiving break and it's, <laughs> it's super stupid. The puppet's terrible, but it's, it's really, really funny. And it even has like the, the, the obligatory part where like this guy and this girl are together and they're having sex doggy style and all, you know, and the Turkey kills the guy. And then the girl is like, someone's still having sex with her. So she's like, yeah, she's you know, making all her noises. And oh. she, she turns around and it's the Turkey and he's like, you got stuffed. And then he kills her. Oh, that's Strangely arousing, but also <laughs> traumatizing, disgusting. Yeah. Uh, so they decided, let's make a, a horror movie about Thanksgiving, and instead of the the killer being like a family member or maybe like an uncle, everyone thought was dead, or yeah, you know, let's make it a puppet turkey. Yeah. Turkey or turkey puppet, I should say. Yeah. The, instead of instead of slasher, they went supernatural. So uh, I mean, it's. Ugh. In any, if it were, if you try to do this mo- movie with really good writers and a budget, it would be terrible because it's just kind of like <laughs> it's it, still, the it idea would be a CGI is, turkey. <laughs> yeah, the the well, I mean, you get you give this to Michael Bay, maybe it'll be fun to laugh at, but no, it's it, it's it's written and directed by this this person named Jordan Downey. Um, I don't know if that's a male Jordan or a female Jordan. Jordan, I didn't look that up. 
came out in 2009. It's again, it's super campy. It's super crappy, but it's it's worth a giggle. Um, <laughs> it was the only other Thanksgiving movie I can think of. I'm like, oh, man, what what Thanksgiving movies are there? Uh, are there yeah, out there besides b- besides, you know, planes, trains, automobiles, Dutch and Charlie Brown Thanksgiving? Yeah, there's not a lot. It kind of does get overlooked in terms of the movie thing. And maybe because that's only like I said, it's an American holiday. So maybe because it's not marketable internationally. Yeah, because uh, I've known British people who are like, I, in college, for two years in college, my folks moved to Arizona first, and I was still in California, so I had to fly. And we didn't have classes off on that Wednesday, so I was flying like literally that Wednesday night, which sucks. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't tell you how much it sucks to fly on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And uh, it's it's an American thing. I've known like British people and Japanese people who are like, we don't have like this equivalent, like they have their own holidays. Like, you know, Jap- Japanese have Setsubun and the, the British have St. Crispin's Day or whatever, some bank holiday or whatever, uh, some British thing. But they don't go as crazy over buying gifts or traveling home or preparing a special meal as we do. Like it's this uniquely, Amer- you know, and to, to, to host a foreign person, sorry to be so blunt, at Thanksgiving is really a unique experience to share that with them. And it's like, oh, this is the whole meaning behind the meal and what this side dish means to our family and that kind of thing. And yeah, I guess, I don't know. I guess that just doesn't make a movie. No, and and I, I agree. The international market for that is is probably a big hit, as well as you know the Thanksgiving holiday, as you mentioned in the beginning of this, was you know that's when you market all the blockbusters. You, people have that extra day to see a movie, so they try to push out all these movies. Yeah. And so I think a lot of and then people, it's also the Christmas shopping is now overlapped it, into exactly extreme Black Friday, where now Black Friday starts Thanksgiving at four. Yeah, so uh. <laughs> I, I think it's a little different than Christmas in the in the respect that you know Christmas, like you said, you're trying to you're trying to wet your palate for Christmas by watching Christmas movies. Yeah. Same thing and with Halloween. What, you you know yeah. the days leading up to Halloween, you watch Halloween movies. But I think yeah. Thanksgiving. It at least for my family and I've I've talked to friends they've had the exact same stress but we're already stressed enough trying to get Thanksgiving figured the fuck out <laughs> and yeah. so well now well this year's Thanksgiving themed movie should be I have more than I live in California and I have more than ten people in my home <laughs> ooh, ooh. Is, and the next door neighbor is a cop you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, uh, I, I I think I think the holiday itself, people don't want to be re- reminded that it's Thanksgiving. I think Thanksgiving yeah. as well as it's like no one wants to be involved. It's the same thing as it comes with like prepping the dinner. No one seems to be want to be involved with the holiday until dinner is served, and then all yeah. of a sudden we're all thankful for shit. You know, uh, so right because I, I I came from when when we were younger, my parents tried to have the tradition of like we actually said something we're thankful for, and then luckily my parents as my brother and I get a little older, my parents realize it's like wow that's ridiculous, because <laughs> um, <laughs> you should talk about that shit throughout the year. You shouldn't just pick a day to be like oh I'm thankful for the fact that I didn't right. die of a necrotizing fasciitis, and it's it's also good to remind yourself that it's it's good to be charitable year you know. Almost people need food the other 11 months of the year. Too. Yeah, they really do. Even And also when it's warm. So, you know, don't, yeah. uh, just because it's not, I mean, I feel good about, I give it, you know, I give turkeys to the local food bank and canned food and stuff because that's what you do. But also it should be something like, same thing with Christmas. Like we always are thankful around Christmas and it's like, okay, but maybe what if we had that 
you know, same feeling in mid June too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there, there's a few charitable organizations that Heather and I donate to constantly throughout the year. We, yeah. you know, we, we, they usually get, we get a letter in the mail saying, Hey, you know, you donated to us before. Do you want to again? And, you know, we, we always do some research to make sure the money is actually going to what they say it's going Indeed. to probably a reason, the reason why most of the things they donate to are animal based because they, those are the ones that most of the money actually does go where they're saying, sadly. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I, I think the, the, the time of year really plays into Thanksgiving movies. And I, if, if this might be see, seem like a weird thing to say, but you know, Dutch came out in 91 planes, trains, mm-hmm. automobiles was 87. It considering a while ago, a while ago <laughs> considering that these movies are, you know, few and far between. I'm actually surprised. We don't have a new one that's come out that- since like 2005 or something. And that's what I'm saying is like, why I'm surprised there hasn't been like a Black Friday themed movie because that's what Thanksgiving is now. It's hurry up and finish dinner because we got to go stand in line to get the deal on a PlayStation. Yeah. Um, you know, and that whole, like the, the, the whole spirit of giving a gift, it's like, I, here, here, you, you present him with this, you present your family member with this gift on Christmas morning. It's like, I got this for you. And also because I got it on Black Friday, I saved a whole bunch of money. And it's like, I, I don't, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't really, like, I, I, maybe that's why there hasn't been one in, in a few years because this, this is going to be a radical statement, but unfortunately this is how I feel. Um, the kind of family togetherness of, of the holidays has kind of died over the last like 10, 15 years. It, it really yeah. is true. I, I hate to say it. it. It still feels that way for, for my family and, and, and my wife's family. But I just, I, I talk to friends and you just, you see the, you see the sales going on and you just kind of get that, you know, you can kind of get that vibe going out through the city as the time rolls around. And it just does. It, it seems like maybe no one really cares about that anymore. And maybe that's why there hasn't been any more of these movies. Because in you know in in eighty seven when uh, planes trains automobiles came out it was a big deal as you said before it was a big deal to get home that was the tradition you got home for Thanksgiving you yeah. had Thanksgiving with the family that that was something you do even in ninety one when Dutch came out you know there was still a very big push of this is our tradition you know Thanksgiving is when we show to our family and you know to ourselves like we want to be with each other we want to show that we're thankful uh but you know you can even go back to like mid 2000s and it's like well mom's got to get me that you know new playstation for half off and i just want to eat turkey later i really don't want to see my family though (laughs) and it seems like it gets worse (laughs) and worse well it's, it's like it's something you just have to do if you're making dinner you know it's like okay i gotta get all the ingredients and make this dinner and yeah, and we gotta get it over with, and we have leftovers, and then, and then it's something you do. It's just, it's kind of like uh, I think a cheaper holiday to to compare it to would be like Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's like we get a card and we we do these flowers, and we you know if you're with somebody, you do something. Yeah, and it's like you know I'm sure you and your wife will say, okay, what are we doing for Valentine's Day? Because it's set, it's it's tradition. You know what? What do we do? Oh, we we and, we give zero shits about Valentine's Day. Oh well, yeah, I know you. That's why. I, that's why I love you both because you're not normal. You're not the mainstream. You're you're unique people. Yeah, but uh, you know what I'm saying? Like the the normal the, the normal people out there, they're just we're all you know the programmed people. It's yeah. Like, okay, it's Valentine's Day. I gotta get a heart shaped box of chocolates and a teddy bear. Okay, it's Thanksgiving. I've got to fly home and enjoy green bean casserole. 
Yeah, and yeah, grandma's and Uncle, stories Uncle, and yeah, Uncle Leo's jokes and yeah, you know, wandering hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, whatever the case may be. No, and I I completely agree. I think the the tradition and yeah, people just this feeling like it's it's a it's a reason to do something, not so much like a want to do something. Because so for, for me, it's really weird because like we we always had Thanksgiving growing up with my family, but it was very almost like you're describing like oh well it's time for thanksgiving you know mom's gonna make this and we're all gonna sit down at this time and we're gonna eat and when we're done eating we will eat later and yeah <laughs> and 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 that really was it like it came around and you know when i was a kid i was like okay this is when we say something we're thankful for i have to be nice to mom and dad and i get to eat all the really 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 good mashed potatoes that i like to try to kill myself on <laughs> and it, it wasn't until I got married and, and, you know, I was with Heather's family. And then that's when I really had holiday traditions. They they are very traditional when it comes to, you know, Christmas and Thanksgiving. And, you know, you do this for New Year's, but not so much on the the aspect of, you know, oh, well, we should. It's like, no, it's like this. This is like we, we do this big to do, you know, like, yeah. you know, hanging out with the father-in-law doing, you know, doing Christmas lights. Because like if 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 my father-in-law was given the time and budget, he would go full Griswold with Christmas lights. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Yes. He, he has he has a shirt he wears every Christmas that says lighting engineer <laughs> and it has all these Christmas lights over it. But so I got I kind of got a taste of, you know, it being more than just a this is what time of year it is. It became more to me of like this is something that I, I care about because, you know, we like we're, we're doing it yet because, yes, it's a, a tradition, but it's a tradition we want to do. Right. Uh, and, and yeah, I, I think that's kind of like I was mentioning before, I think that's kind of gone. And maybe maybe that's why these movies aren't there because no one, I don't think anyone's going to be like, oh, you know, let's go see the Thanksgiving movie because people right. are just going to be like, well, I'm in town and my 47-inch Sony TV is sort of on sale, but I'm, I'm going <laughs> to do that instead. I'm going to wait in line for that. I don't, I don't want to see the movie. Or like uh, I can just Zoom call now. Of course, now uh, in the time of COVID, as we record this, people are now being encouraged to do virtual Thanksgiving. So, which that is will be different. To me. I don't know. What do you do? You just set do you set up a plate at your computer? Yes, and, with your webcam and just eat dinner in front of it. Is that yes? One one of the people <laughs> in my building. I, I was listening to a conversation with some people in the office right next to mine today, and. Yeah, the the guy was like super upset because his wife wants to do this virtual Thanksgiving or a, a virtual uh, Christmas is what they were talking about. But the vir yeah. virtual like Christmas dinner with like their mom or something. He's like, it's just going to be a screen at a plate. It's like, can't we just call her after dinner? Why does she have to right. watch us eat? And we watch her eat. Like <laughs> he, he was so <laughs> mad. It was very exactly. entertaining. Like it's like the fake Yule log on on TV at Christmas. Like it's it's virtual. It, yeah, it is a virtual Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's just, we're gonna watch each other eat dinner. Yeah, I, <laughs> I I don't agree with that. Watching eat dinner. If someone's gonna watch me eat dinner, god damn it, they're gonna hear my noises and they're gonna smell oh. my farts. Well, you're gonna you're gonna have your mic set up, not just your webcam mic, your actual mic set up. Oh yeah, get it all <laughs> fancy. Have like the boom coming from the ceiling. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> try to try to do like a Kentucky Fried movie with like the you know the microphone slowly slides like into the mashed potatoes or something. Boom in the shot. Boom in the shot. Boom, boom, boom in the shot. Well, well, maybe that's what you and me need to do, Stephen. We need to write a a nineteen uh, seventeen style one single shot Thanksgiving <laughs> Black Friday epic. 
where you're at, it's like the Mall of America. Yes. And we have our intrepid, like it's a buddy movie or a group of people. It's like Zombie Land. Yes. Where it's like they're just trying to navigate through the and the shoppers and and they're trying to get across a, to to get the one deal and still get back in time for Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, there's one present that. The one character's girlfriend slash relative will only accept or like it has to be this. It's going to impress the heck out of him or her. Yeah. And the, the the twist at the end will be is like, oh, they already have it or it's it's they just it's a thought that counts or something like that. Or I don't know. They do something else that's better than the gift. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's like emotional growth or something. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure we could put it. We could drop a bunch of words into like a generator online and it would give us the plot. Right. And then we go, we go, uh, we get our agent and our agent gets us a pitch meeting with Hollywood and we go there and they say, we love it. Let's make it Paul Blart Mall Cop 3. And then Black you and me. Friday. And then we, and then we, then we pull out 45 calibers, stick them in our mouths. Yep. And, and we, we suicide packed. <laughs> I, I love like, how I it, knew this would happen. It happened exactly as I foresaw it, William. <laughs> oh, man. I, I love We had how, no idea, but we were writing Paul Blart Mall Cop 3 the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but what I love about that even more was you and me are good enough friends at the moment you mentioned Paul Blart, Paul Blart Mall Cop 3, whether or not. <laughs> you were leading toward this i immediately thought of murder suicide pact <laughs> like, if they if they say that swear to god we're just putting each other out like we're, it's not even worth leaving the room nope <laughs> can't we can't see our idea corrupted by hollywood no matter how can't sell out <laughs> keeping it keeping it real <laughs> oh my god uh nobody asked for this keeping it real since earlier this year of course we could probably just film a zero budget movie ourselves because our local mall is is a uh, reduced hours anyway we could probably just go in there like uh Day dawn of the dead style and film overnight while the muzak's off oh yeah and, uh, <laughs> there will be some easter eggs of like the the you know the cleaning guy just, on the on the auto mop yeah. just rolling down in the background It'll be like a call for extras. We'll just be like, we have donuts and coffee. Come to the mall <laughs> at midnight and be and be a, a frazzled, frustrated Black Friday shopper. You, you know what's <laughs> funny? If, if I could swing it, if we could get the like New York hots would give us a 10% off coupon for anyone who is an extra, people would oh. show up. <laughs> see, I it's been so long. See, I go to our mall once a year around the holidays to buy a box of C's candies for my mother because that's our tradition. Again, tradition. It's not Christmas without uh, those. Uh, what are those? The the molasses chips. Oh, the dark, the dark chocolate covered molasses. Oh my god. No, oh man, I, those things. I, oh. I hope it's open soon because I need to go get some. But anyway, uh, that you know. So I didn't even know. I don't even know what that restaurant is that you're referencing. I, I remember there was a Joe's Crab Shack there. There was Hot Walk. Oh no, we oh. had an Orange Julius for a, a short time. It was yeah, pretty cool. it's not like a chain that made its way in there. It's it's just a mom and pop. They bought a kiosk in the mall and they and oh. and they make fillies and like cheeseburgers and, and they have like and they don't know how to name their restaurant. That's bless their hearts. <laughs> well, and, and what's so great? You, I don't know. You go to a New York Hot sounds like a foldable pizza. You know, or bagels. Or pizza, right? Or bagels or hot dogs. But chili, I mean, not, I don't have anything against Philly cheesesteak, but you got to call it something like the Cheesesteak House or Gino's Cheesesteak or something. Well, yeah, they just call it a Philly because it's just a, it's a Philly cheesesteak sandwich. It's a real Philly. Like they, you see them like the, you order. I hate to go off on this tangent, but it's so amazing. You order it and the guy <laughs> literally grabs a handful of onion, raw onions, handful of raw peppers, handful of raw strip steak and grills it right there in front of you. Uh, it's so good. And they have the best nostalgia shakes where it's just cheap vanilla ice cream and Hershey 
Hershey syrup. And it's like, mm. yes. <laughs> now, see, I, I'm not an onions and peppers guy. So I always get the weird looks when I say, can I get a cheese, Philly cheesesteak? No onions and peppers. And they're like, that's like ordering a pizza without pepperoni, dude. Like, what the, you know, what's wrong with you? It's called the McAllister, yeah. right? You <laughs> just wanted a cheese pizza? Or pizza without sauce, maybe. That's a better <laughs> better analogy. A pizza but, without uh, sauce is just cheesy garlic bread. I mean, come on. No, I meant sauce. Yeah. Sauce. Sauce. <laughs> or as they say in New Jersey, gravy. Anyway, Thanksgiving movies. Uh, <laughs> or just movies about the mall. Yeah. The the Black Friday idea. I don't know. That's but again, like I was just about to say, yeah, we, maybe we should pitch that. But I already, I already said we we're going to commit suicide because holiday Hollywood's going to corrupt our idea anyway. So yeah, what's the, what's the point? Well, or or you don't go with the time limit movie. What we could do is your other idea of the Thanksgiving slasher, like you know, weird, weird, or, or like weird Uncle Jeb shows up for Thanksgiving even though he hasn't in years, and people start dying, and you think it's him, but it turns out it's actually like mom finally snapped, you know, because dad yeah. said the turkey was dry too many years in, the, in a row. And she just starts like, because like how cool would it be like, like you know, is it like, oh, I think the turkey's burning, and you know, you open up the oven, and it's like someone's head is in there, you know, in like the turkey pot with like the potatoes and everything. Like that oh, would no, be, it's a, be guy. a cool kill. He's all the the killer is all disfigured and burnt off skin like Freddy Krueger because he draw he oh he fried it he turkey. dropped it he deep fried it he dropped it in frozen like you're not supposed to do and had too much oil and splashed over and got him and he burned in his driveway and that's like the legend of old Boo Radley on the block or no the, no he'd have to be a guy named Terry because then they they they'll hold the neighbor yeah because <laughs> the neighbor the neighborhood would have a legend it's like oh you know what happens if you don't cook your turkey right Terry the turkey comes to kill you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How alliterative. <laughs> well, you know, all the all the good like urban legends have the alliteration in them. You gotta go. Or maybe, you know, or well, you uh, know, a, a male turkey is called a Tom, so maybe call the guy Tom Turkey. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Um gobble, gobble, well, like a thanks a thanks <laughs> a Thanksgiving slasher that should have been made. It was just a teaser trailer back in the day when uh Tarantino made uh, the grindhouse double feature oh, yeah yeah if you went to see it in the theaters as the grindhouse double feature in between death proof and planet death there were these fake trailers and it was uh don't and uh hobo with a shotgun which did get made into a movie with rucker howard and so did machete um, too and machete yeah and then thanksgiving which was eli roth's contribution to that and it was white white meat dark meat all will be carved. <laughs> and it was like, the, it just looked like this total shitty seventies movie. And it's like, come on, follow through make that movie. But right. Like, like, been like 13 the years. They still haven't bucket of blood style. Just, you know, fake blood spraying yeah. everywhere. That, that would be really, really, you know, what's funny about, is like, I, I would love that family, family dinner gone horribly wrong, you know? <laughs> but I guess, I guess to your point that we just don't make these movies anymore. I guess we're turning it. We're as a country, we're turning into the neighbors from Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation. We're we're Julia Louise Dreyfus having a a margarita and some lightly salted nacho chips on Christmas Eve. Yeah, yeah. You know, like we don't want to. We're we're purposely avoiding tradition to be <laughs> different. I don't know. Purposely avoiding tradition, love it. But I like things. I you know to me, there's comfort in the fact that this is the one time of the year where my mother makes that stuffing with the ground beef. And the real sourdough bread, you oh, know, man. it just yeah. gets all greasy and crispy on the corners. And, oh, man. Yeah, we know, do. I look forward to that. 
We do the green chili hominy. That's that's super good. Uh, green yes. chilies and cheddar cheese and hominy all baked together till it's crispy. And oh, I don't want to hear about this green casserole shit. I, I see those maps where it's like most popular side dish in your state. It's like green casserole. It's like that's nobody's favorite side dish. Are you kidding me? Like whoever, the person who brings that to my Thanksgiving gets to you. You're not come. You, you go to the. You go to the lunch shelter for Thanksgiving. Bring that <laughs> shit down. You know, the I, green I, cat, I, sweet potato. It's yams, mashed potatoes, and stuffing, and, and maybe ambrosia salad. There's your Thanksgiving. Dinner. Well, we we always have green bean casserole, man. And I I destroy yeah. that stuff. I eat so much of it. Oh, but, you're the one. Oh, I, <laughs> I see. But my whole thing is it's got to have double French onions on the top. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like not, the mar- It's like. It's like the yams are only good if you get the the marshmallows. Exactly. On top, exactly. Caramelized. So I'm not yeah. so much after the green beans. I'm after the French onions. But if I sit on the go. couch and I eat a box of French onions, everyone looks at me weird. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to eat the green beans. It's like when you have a bowl of Lucky Charms. You eat all the crap cereal first, and then you just spoon yeah. your face full of those marshmallows at the end. Oh, yeah. Here's a, st- here's a good question. Name a shape that isn't a marshmallow in Lucky Charms. I dare you. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Can you? Because nobody cares. <laughs> Sorry, that's another tangent I went on. No, you had a good but, point though. I, I you know, like I went blank. I couldn't. <laughs> but but you know what? These are the things you talk about when you get together with your family. You know, these are the things you know, you, you, you talk about the small talk stuff while you watch the football game. Or yeah. Hopefully, you get some snow where you live. That's always fun. Or if you're like my family, uh, your aunts and uncles and your dad get really, really drunk. Your dad puts a cigarette <laughs> backwards in his mouth so he can blow a ton of smoke out of it to make his nephew laugh. And uh, then um, we leave. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's if you get my side of the family together for yeah. Thanksgiving. Heather's side is great. <laughs> right. And that's... You know, I'm single, but my two sides of the family, you know, moms and dads side of the family. Anytime I re- re- mention my family and tradition and normalcy, that's my dad's side of the family. That's the big Italian side of the family. That's like on Thanksgiving, it's like you're gonna eat appetizers all day and then eat dinner. You know, but then my my because my parents grew up in the same neighborhood in San Francisco, and that their their parents maintained their houses, you know, into my childhood, and so every once like once. Every couple Thanksgivings or Christmases, my drunk, my mom's drunk dad would walk around the corner and show up and get a plate. You know, and it's like, oh, Walter's here <laughs> right on time because his tradition was to tend bar on Thanksgiving. He was, oh. you know, he served that audience. I see. But anyway, tradition. We, yay. <laughs> make a movie about, yeah, let's make a movie about the dysfunctional family getting together on Thanksgiving, like the last time, like maybe it's grandma's last Thanksgiving. So like they, they make the plea like, okay, cousin pork and beans, get over it. Get, you gotta get to town. You know, grandpa, uncle pull tabs, gotta come to town. You know, it's grandma's last Thanksgiving and all the differences get aired out. And, you know, yeah, that'd be a that'd be a fun movie. Then they then they have like the huge huge fight, and then they they all of a sudden realize that grandma's just sitting there quietly eating and smiling because she doesn't care that they're fighting, and she's just glad they're all together. Yeah, or grandma died a month ago, and it was all just a ploy by whatever the mom or whoever just to get family in town. Ooh, or lampoon style, she dies at the dinner table yeah. while they're all fighting. Even better. 
<laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> like, it's like Grandma Joe. She died an hour ago, but we were pretending she's alive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you everyone for listening to us. I think that's a good spot. To yeah, end. <laughs> yeah. Let's, we'll, we'll go ahead. We'll stop the podcast at Grandma Death. <laughs> but thank you everyone for listening to. Nobody Which is else. really that's a Christmas tradition, right? Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Yeah, she has suspicious <laughs> claws marks on her back. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you everyone for listening to Nobody Asked for This. Just another podcast about movies. Uh, hit us up on the Instas or no, not Instagram. What is it? I. I I'm used to a lot of other podcasts uh, I listen to talking about their stuff. Twitter. Spotify. Twitter. Twitter. Kind of Facebook. Ship yeah, on Fire. Yeah. Ship on Fire Entertainment on Facebook. Hit us up the on... The big YouTube channel. Yes. We have an amazing, immaculately contented YouTube channel <laughs> Ship on Fire Entertainment where we do uh, not only uh, talk about movies, uh, we also have some movie reviews on there. We have commentary tracks uh, and a hopefully soon-to-be-resurrected series called uh, B-Movie Support Group you should check out. Uh, yeah. If you would like to get a hold of us, feel free to uh, drop a message via Anchor, uh, leave a review on Spotify, or send us an email to yourbmsg at gmail.com. Uh, we check that pretty regularly. So we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll definitely hit you back if you hit us up. Uh, send us your hate mail. We take that. Yeah. Sometimes if we didn't get hate mail, we wouldn't get mail at all. Yeah. But, you know, it's fine. That's what, that's, those are the risks you take when you put content out there. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. Get yourself some turkeys. Get yourself some gravies. Get yourself an aggressive, drunken uncle who yells at the football game on the TV <laughs> and enjoy life. Just stuff all your bad feelings down with pumpkin pie. There you oh, go. Carbs and pumpkin fats, man. Pie. Carbs and fats solves mm. everything. Pumpkin pie. And then eggnog. Ooh, yeah. I can't wait for eggnog. Oh, yeah. Eggnog. I'm getting excited for egg. Damn it. I'm getting excited for eggnog. I'm 40 years old. I'm officially 40. 